1: Hey everybody, and welcome out to Monday night the hangout. And uh, if you noticed, we are we are down a to member tonight. One, two, can't count to three. No, no Brady Bunch yet. That's later. That's later. Um, but I do want to thank everybody for coming and hanging out with John and I. shaney has got a, an important event that she's doing, and she just unfortunately traffic wise was not going to make it tonight. So uh, we decided we'd have a little bit of fun tonight and uh, do something for you on how you become. Their favorite DJ. Now, who the there is is what we're going to be talking about tonight. But uh, John, thank you very much for saying, "Hey, you know, yeah. we're not taking the night off. We're, exactly. we're, we're going to be here for them."
0: So, really, that's the, the title for tonight's show and the topic. We we just lured you in. Really, what tonight t- tonight's show is about is Dan's garage sale in his living room. That's right. <laughs> if you're looking for gear, well, it's really not gear. It's, it's board games, kids' books. If you're looking. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, uh, yeah. For those of you that missed my, uh, my Facebook post earlier tonight or earlier today, uh, my wife and I, we were purging our house of, of tons of stuff and uh, we've never really done that. Like we've done little things, but Oh, it was bad. Well, I will say this, like went from being like this to like this much. So I think we're, I think we're good for now.
0: Good. Yeah. That's, that's a good job. Boy, oh boy. It's a, one of those things we all need, especially as you get near the holidays.
1: And get more stuff in like a couple more weeks. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's for sure.
1: Oh, but no. In, in all seriousness, though, we we do have a great topic tonight. Um, no, it's not going to be five topics, anything along those sorts. Um, but we figured we would take kind of some good tips. One of the ideas is that uh, I, I, as John and I were talking about what could, we could do tonight. Uh, one thing that just kept popping up in my head is uh, how do you know how do we get more events? You know, we're kind of in that more marketing type of idea and, and that kind of thing. And a, as much as we, we might hate this, DJs tend to be one of the the things that get booked later. Yes. You, know, you, you definitely have venues. Venues is going to be one of your first ones. Um, you might have cakes and flowers and those kind of things. People that are, you know, vendors and people that can do multiple events in a day. But when it comes to the people that can really only do one, I, I've noticed that photographers Videographers, if there is going to be one, tend to rank higher um, in that priority list, I guess for lack of better terms, than DJs. So what are some things that we can do to make them love us so much that as they're meeting with their client, they go, hey, by the way, if you don't have this yet, you need to talk to Dan. You need to talk to John, A- and you need to get them taken care of now. Because I, I will say this, as, I've, as things have kind of ramped up, I've noticed I get more – from the vendors that I work with, and I tend to work with them repeatedly, then I, I would say half the other advertising I have, just because it—it's that word of mouth thing, mm-hmm. and they've already put the trust in that person. So that you know, it's kind of like not just their friends are telling them, but they're also running it into some other people as well. So that's what tonight, kind of, I, I kind of envisioned uh, we would talk about and, and kind of begin with. John, do you uh do you have anything you want to start with in particular I've yes, jotted down a bunch yes of notes here? I do. Good.
0: So, the first thing I want to touch on this is it's not an overnight solution. It takes Absolutely. time. It is sometimes long and painful to develop these relationships and de- to become that trusted person and to become that that referred where where vendors will find out that, hey, wow, you know, Dan does a really nice job. Yeah, I saw Dan last weekend, too. When they they need that time to not only trust you, but they need that time to find out that others feel the same way. Because once they find out that the venue and the photographer both like Dan, then they are going to even be more on Dan's team. That doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen even in one year. The seeds we're planting today, we're going to be, this is a long-term plan or a long-term approach. We're going to be harvesting these in late 2019, 2020, and maybe even later than that. We'd love to go quicker, but it's not that type of a thing.
1: No. Now I think, I think with some aspects that if you think about it, one of the reasons why it takes that time, think about how many times you work with a, a particular photographer. Think about how many times you may, you may be at a certain venue, uh, it really becomes that repeated um, connection that, that to make sure that you're not a one and done uh, type of person, you know, that, that they don't see you one time. And, oh, that was really great. Was it the crowd or was it the DJ? Um, and, and, and seeing you a couple times really kind of reinforces some of those opinions, some of those thoughts. Definitely. Um, so here's, here's one of the things that I, I wanted to, I kind of broke it up into some different ideas and, um, Venues, photographers, videographers, um, I don't want to say everybody else, but a lot of the people that are not day of people, I guess we'll say, or or people that are going to be there um, alongside. And officiants was also another one that I I wanted to throw in there. But um, I I would say, first off, the the one thing that's going to really help you the most is going to be communication. Hands down, I, I really don't see how you can expect to, set yourself apart without talking to them. So for example, one of the things that I will do uh, as soon as I have kind of all my pieces in a row, um, I've talked to before that I meet with a couple about two months in advance. And Mm -hmm. so what I like to do is after I meet with them is I will reach out to the venue. I will reach out to the photographer, videographer, and just basically say, hey, um, just got done meeting with Bobby and Susie, and they are so excited about their wedding here at your venue um, or with you taking their shots for the day. A couple pieces that we didn't talk about that I wanted to talk with you about and, and just go into, um, go into breaking this down. I, I stole that idea from Dave Ternier because he he kind of even shared one of his scripts one times it may have been in his blog area um, I don't use the script because the language to him I think is Canadian speaking
0: yeah exactly time. there's a huge translation problem when it comes <laughs> to the Canadian
1: he said a like 40 times in the message it was it was awful yeah. but no in all seriousness like sending that message just to kind of introduce yourself first off if you've never worked with them but if you have just to say hey I, in case you didn't know, we're together again. I can't wait to see you again. It's been great. It'll be a chance for us to catch up and, and to work together on this event and really kind of setting that, setting that apart. Um, using that to, to kind of, one, set up the communication that's going to continue throughout, and then especially that day of, really, really helps. Um, so definitely introduce, catch up. You know, keeping in contact with those people, especially if you've got an event coming up, just to, again, top of mind um, is really going to help. And then once you have the itinerary in place, you know, coming back and sending it to them. What I thought was funny was I've had a bunch of uh, photographers and videographers who make that their background image or their lock screen image, I guess, mm-hmm. the itinerary that I send them. Like not the one that they created, not the one that, you know, not the one that came from whatever. It was the one that I sent them, you know, after going over with a couple and just being like, hey, because I go to give them a paper copy, like just to double check. Hey, in case you didn't bring it with you or whatever, in case you didn't print out, here's, you know, here's no, no, we got it. Look, it's right here in our lock screen. I'm like, that's kind of cool. By the way, a, a little cheat that I do, I put my name and contact information at the bottom the itinerary i send them nice so it's on the page is my contact information again you know the the couple's name is great because that helps them identify it's this wedding versus the one they have next week or the next day or whatever but having your contact information at the bottom because oh you know what that guy sent me that who is that oh it's right there at the bottom of the at the bottom of the page so they can cut it off if they print it out they can resize it if they want to, but it was there when I sent it to them. So um, I like to use that. So Um, moving on, John, at any point, if I, you just, I just, I have like a whole page of notes. Um, If at any point you want to jump in, just,
0: I will, I will jump in or I'm going to have my five minutes rebuttal at the end.
1: (laughs) Or both or both. Um, So let's, let's start talking about venues in particular. Uh, one, one of the ideas I took from DJ Expo last year, um, and oh my gosh, I am blanking on his name. Don, Don, Donnie Lewis. Yeah. Don Lewis. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, he, there we go. Thank you. I was, I was like, I know the name. Yep. I can picture him. I, yeah, there we go. Um, so he really took the idea of making sure you're taking pictures of the venues, yes. um, with your setup side. Um, one, you want to be able to do that because, of course, you're going to be posting this on social media. You're going to be tagging the venue. Um, at no point in shape and form, unless you are a you know, semi-pro photographer on the side type of thing, or you have a really great knack for taking awesome pictures, don't make it look like you're trying to take those awesome pictures. Make mm-hmm. it look like it's a good picture that you and anybody and their brother could take, but then tag that venue. Because when it's that average, for lack of a better term, amateur type of picture and it's making the venue look good, they're more likely to just go, you know, hey, anybody can take this picture and our place looks awesome. Yep. Um, but the idea that I took from him I thought was great that I haven't really implemented because of technology and I've been looking for Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals to possibly do this. Um, he takes a 360 shot of the venue with his uplighting and everything in it puts it into VR, and then when he's meeting with a couple, he basically loads that particular information or brings up that particular that particular venue and says, hey, by the way, this is what our stuff looks like in their venue. Um, then he also sends that same 360 shot to the venue that oftentimes he says will get put on their website and, of course, whose stuff is inside, but, again, his. So when they show it to a couple you know, about how great their thing is, they also see this particular DJ and this particular equipment. So, um, again, you know, one of those things that can help you help kind of set you apart and really do that. Another thing, social media, and I'm going to be hitting a lot of social media aspects throughout through this. But hang on, um, hang, hang check on, check in Dan. from the venue.
0: Hang on with that, Dan. Let's yeah. let's hit let's hit the 360 camera, uh, just a hair bit more. Uh, sure. A couple of years ago, of course, they, they started coming out. Uh, the Theta had theirs, and there's, there were numerous. This is an area, of Dan. I think that people that everyone, when they first got the first one, they're like, oh, the, the technology, and everyone's going to be doing it. And unfortunately or fortunately, not many people use those cameras. That's still a cool thing that not everyone does. So as you're saying, if you can get those pictures, and if you get a decent camera that takes a nice shot, it's still unique, and it's still different than a panoramic, I, there's nothing worse than I'm on Facebook and I see, oh, look, a panoramic picture. and I'm, I'm expecting I can maybe go all the way around. No, I'm getting about this much instead of that much. It's like, ah, oh, why bother? But when I can do a 360 and I can look everywhere, that's cool and unusual yet. So for those who are wondering, should I invest in a 360 camera? My recommendation is still that it is applicable and uh, and, and unique enough to do it.
1: The other, well, while you're at it, the other thing that I hate about panoramic when I'm trying to do it is they're setting up for their venue. Makes sense. And I go to do the panoramic and somebody keeps walking Walking, and then they look like they're about like a fourth of a person. Um, it just, obviously it looks, you know, it looks like you're doing a panoramic where the 360. it's just a single click, right? It's not, and don't hold still for like five minutes. It's, you know, it gets, it gets that good picture. So definitely. Um, but going back to what I was saying, a, a lot of these are going to be social media type of things. Um, what I said about checking in from the venue, not during the wedding. When soon as you get there for setup, you know, check in. If you have the bride and groom on Facebook, then obviously you're going to be doing that. But again, that check in aspect just reminds them who was there mm-hmm. because they're going to see they're going to be looking back. Hey, who posted about our venue? Who was talking about our venue? And oh, hey, it was this DJ. And he did a check-in and he has a nice shot of our venue. Maybe as they're getting, you know, as it's getting ready, you know, we're all excited. Hey, look how great our place looks. Um, I actually had one venue. I had never worked there. They've probably been open four or five years now. I had never gotten an opportunity to work there, had almost back-to-back weddings in October this year. And apparently I must've made an impression on the owner because out of nowhere, she was started sharing my, sharing my Instagram photos and it made it into a, a couple of my couple of my photos, which I was like, I'm I'm horrible when it comes to photography. A couple of my photos actually made it into their recap hmm. of of the year. So I was just like, yeah, you know, it would have been nice if there had been a little nice little DC entertainment tag. <laughs> but I'll take what I can get. <laughs> um so moving on to photographers. Um again. Uh, You know, I mentioned about this in the itinerary to them. Make sure you're talking with them, checking in with them. Um, But the day of the event, when you're at the event, check in with them. Even though I've given them an itinerary, one of the things that I will make sure that I do is I'm always following up before I go to click that mic. Either myself or I'm sending, you know, one of my guys over, hey, by the way, make sure that they're ready for this. Um, Maybe there's something that they're going to do that they forgot to tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times that happens. If there's something that's going to stop us from moving into the next thing, it's because oh, by the way, sunset's going to be happening here in about three minutes. So if we go to do the cake now, I can't get this photo that you know that Bobby and Susie wanted. So definitely make sure that you're checking in with them. Again, they may know what's happening next, but they may not know exactly when it's happening next. Uh, so also, if you have a good relationship with them and and you see something that a shot that they might be missing, you know. Maybe even if there's two of them, one shooting over this direction, one shooting over that direction, and right in front of you is this priceless moment that the groom and his grandma decided to get out and, and break it loose on the dance floor, and neither of them were going to see that. Um, then I would definitely make sure that you, you know, hey, by the way, th- you know, not over the microphone, obviously, hmm. but you're going and grabbing their attention. I've done that once or twice um, just recently, just because the the photographer that I was working with again, they just happened to be looking in the wrong direction. I say you need a good relationship with them. I'm not saying you have to be buddy, buddy, but you don't want to come across like you're telling them what to do. You know, yeah. I don't, you know, I didn't want to, you know, make sure you get this shot. No, just, hey, by the way, in case you didn't see this. And and usually it's just enough to kind of direct their attention in the right way and and boom. Um, I, I'm kind of half watching the chat as well. And and John, uh, mnemonic, watermark your picks. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get
0: Yeah, it's got to be it.
1: It's it's just one of those things when you're when you're in the moment and it's like Instagram pick and it's like ah I want to post and yeah I forget that part <laughs> um, and then uh, if they're doing a group shot don't be afraid to help I I watching different um, different Facebook groups and things like that I've seen some you know some DJs are like I'm not the photographer I don't need to help them set anything up they're taking away my dance floor. Yep. No, if you think about it, they're putting 200 people on your dance floor for you. Yes, they're not dancing at that in you know exact moment, but the more people that they get on the floor, the easier it's going to be when you suddenly say, "All right, boom!" and then go into whatever song you're going to go into, and and you've already got them on the floor. Um, help them. Help set them up. Help them. You know, if there's a group shots that they're going to need, help get that uh, piece together so that again. The more you're doing with them, the easier um, it's going to be, and the more they're going to, they more they're going to like you. Again, mm-hmm. this is what it's all about that you want to be their favorite person, their favorite DJ. Anything you want to add about photographers?
0: One thing we mentioned earlier about taking pictures and such, and that's a that gets to be kind of a gray area or, or a, kind of a fickle area with some photographers. You know that DJs are up there taking their this, this is one of the reasons why I prefer to use my cell phone when taking pictures, and I've gotten pretty good at the phone adjusting the the uh, lighting and such with that. But one picture I would take and recommend taking is when a photographer is busy doing their thing, is to sometimes take a really cool picture of the photographer doing their job and catching catching the audience and such, because that picture then shared with the photographer to say, hey, uh, you know, uh, you know. Uh, you know, Jane, I I got this really cool picture of you in action, and I thought maybe you'd like it. And they'll be like, "Wow, that's showing me doing my job and me looking really cool, uh, getting that picture." That especially if the bride and groom were in the background of it, and you get that that shot over the photographer, the bride and groom, and they're all looking like they're doing. You know, it was, works really quite well. So, uh, just a thought with photographers: don't be afraid to take a picture of them working if it's something that makes them look really good.
1: Yeah, okay. true. And, and you think about it. You want them to take pictures of you working. So Precisely. return the favor. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, that. That's something I hadn't even thought about. Um, but when I think about some shots that I've seen on um, their websites or on their Facebook posts, it's, it is. It's kind of that background shot that usually it was a second shooter that took it. But um, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Like that. um, moving on to videographers, simply put. Uh, basically, all the same stuff that you were talking about, or the same stuff that I uh, addressed with photographers, you definitely want to make sure you're doing. Um, but then I also I would say make sure you have an audio out of your board that you're willing to that you're willing to hand over. Um, I, again, I, you know I've seen you know people fighting it like no the, nobody's plugging into my board. Yep. Okay. But why are you making it more difficult? Like why are you why are you fighting it? Now I will say I record. I use my record out for my own recording. Mm-hmm. So when I have a videographer, I offer them the, you know, the out of my speaker. And, and so it might not be as clean as might, they, they might be wanting, but it's a heck of a lot better than the picture I saw the other day where it was a, uh, a micro wireless mic on a tripod stuck right in front of the speaker. <laughs> so the videographer could pick up the audio. Yeah. Like that's what they set up. The look the sound, the the what on earth? First off, were they thinking? But um, and and that particular DJ was saying, "Listen, I have an audio out. I offered it. The videographer turned me down. Like that was their, you know, that's you know the the deal there. And obviously, some videographers could turn down your audio out. I guess for the for the microphone on a tripod. Um, but you know, definitely definitely giving something to to help out. Um, and then here's another thing that I, that I wasn't not as aware of. And this actually goes to photographers as well as videographers. Um, be aware of where they are when, you are, when you're on the mic. Yep. First off, if you, if you take some good MC classes, you understand that you should have a couple places within the room that you talk from. And that's kind of like your point. So when you're on the microphone, people know where to look mm-hmm. to see you. Um, however, if you are kind of setting that up, or you happen to move for whatever reason, be aware of where they're shooting from so that you're not in the picture that you're not supposed to be in. You know, for example, I was I was doing an event, I was doing a wedding. I was in the middle of the dance floor. I got everybody's attention. I had people on this side, people on this side, and the bride and groom coming towards me. The photographer was kind of in over my back left shoulder. So after I did my after I did my welcome, I started to do my introductions. And I realized that I, as I moved back to kind of allow the bride and groom to come in, I ended up walking almost directly at the photographer. So, yeah. so here is this guy who, in the middle of the dance floor, isn't taking up as much space, but as he gets closer to the camera, is blocking the view. Um, and they quick, you know, they quick kind of said, "Hey, move to the right." And as soon as I realized where they were, I was like, "Oh, okay, makes complete sense." Um, However, you know, be aware of where they're at, where they're shooting from. If they want you in the shot, they're going to get you in the shot. Um, not being in the shots so they don't want you in is going to help. So, uh, I'm going to skip over the florist and cake. I'll come back to them. Efficients. My personal philosophy when it comes to when it comes to ceremonies is to be support, sound support. Sure. Um, I my. I lend my expertise. I, I'm helping out, but I'm not the MC at the wedding. I'm not the master of ceremonies at the wedding. It's it's the officiant who's guiding, directing, and, and leading everything. I'm the sound guy, mm-hmm. you know, for lack of better terms. I make sure that everybody's mic's good, looks good, um, you know, from that standpoint, but that's where my philosophy on, on that goes. So I work as much as I can with the officiants. I, you know, I reach out again. They're another one one of the people that I reach out ahead of time to introduce myself. And then I actually ask them if they're willing to share their script. Some people do, some people don't. I said, even if you don't give me a script, if you can give me the program yep. so that I can make cues of your beginning statements, your end statements within that section. So I know as we're going from section to section, a lot of them are great. Here's an audio tip that I do when I have, and again, this sucks about weddings, when I have an officiant who's doing the repeat after me sections, the vows, the ring presentation, I ask them, or I let them know, hey, by the way, during that section, I'm going to turn you down, and the microphone on the couple is going to be up. And, And I tell them that because the one time I didn't, or the first couple times I didn't, I kind of had a... I had a fishing who stopped for a second, thought that the mic gave out, only to realize that no, I was, you know, everything was fine. I just did we didn't hear to hear them. We're hearing the couple. Yep. Um and, and so that's always been one of my little pieces. You're gonna they're gonna get picked up somewhat, but it's not like they're strong like they are otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one of the things that I do. But I let them know. You know, and let them listen. I'm here to make you look good. I'm here to make the couple look good, and and so I'm going to do a couple of these things just so that you know, and that things don't suddenly um, back out and, and freak them out or, or whatever. Um, one of the things I also say is don't don't go with good enough, and, and I might need to explain that just a little yeah, bit. Yep, don't, um, but don't go with good enough if if it can be better. For example, I've had some people who. They put a wireless microphone on a tripod, and they stick it between the bride, groom, and the officiant. And the response is, "It works. Yeah, it'll work. So would a so would a shotgun mic from the back of the auditorium potentially work? But is it really what should be done? Right. Um, you know, I, I think it's important to invest in the right gear. You know, to invest in what's gonna in what's gonna make a difference. Um, and the officiant, the officiants are going to remember this as well. Um, usually they don't have as much say, I think to the couples as far as like, Hey, this is the DJ you should go with unless they're like personal friends and that kind of thing. Um, but I had an officiant that I ran into, he's an insurance guy in the, in town here. I ran into him. I'm like, I know you from somewhere. And he's like, and then he's like, I was thinking the same thing. And I mentioned that, you know, I was like, I also to do weddings. And he goes, that's it. He's like, we work together. He's like, I, and he, he knew it even before I did Mm -hmm. um, that. He's like, he knew I was a DJ for different weddings. And, and, and that just kind of, we continued our conversation and and that led to that, but being, being their favorite person can be very helpful because again, you want to make things smooth for the ceremony. You know, that, that helps set the tone for what's going to happen later. If it's a rough ceremony, for whatever happens to be the reason, um, it can make things kind of a little weird when it gets to you. So, yeah, so helping so. them out um, it definitely with that—that might get get the proper tools, get the proper equipment, um, so that you are um, doing what you need to do, not just what you could do or might be doing. So, oh, one other thing, I record the ceremony also. Hmm. Now, one of the things within that idea, I I, I record. I record basically before once the once the precessional starts and I record it until the recessional ends, and, and I do all that so that I'm not starting, stopping, or anything along those lines. I don't have an I don't have a board set up to where I can only record the microphone, so I get everything. Okay, um, but I record that ceremony and then I trim it down so it's just beginning to end the proper stuff, and I send that to the officiant. Think about this. How often time? How many times do they really have a recording of them doing a ceremony? Good point. They yeah. might not share it, but it could be something they could use to critique themselves. Mm-hmm. Just to have that extra. Um, oh, you know, hey, let me let me listen back, or you know, just for their own. Um, you know enjoyment if you will to to see how they went about doing their ceremony or again if they have that personal connection with the bride and groom they get to hear their vowels you know and kind of reflect back on that as well so i definitely encourage you recording this ceremony sending it off to the officiant obviously sending it off to the couple too um is important but giving it to the officiant so that they have something to kind of for their own purpose i think it is great
0: and you take that um, you take the audio course, and you put that on a cassette yes, tape don't you You take the audio and you put that on a cassette tape, don't you?
1: No, I prefer to. I prefer to put on a mini disc. I I figure not too many people are using cassette anymore. I think they've up to mini disc now. Mini disc, nice. Yeah, yeah. Plus, it's smaller. It's a little bit. You can pop in a regular envelope and send it off.
0: Yeah, less postage. Good thinking. See, that's why he's the smart one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness! All right. Uh, florist cake and, uh, pretty much everybody that is not going to be at your venue where you possibly could get a picture of them doing their thing. Um, tag, 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 tag. I can't say, should I say tag like 12 more times? Cool. Um, make sure you're tagging them on, on social media, find out who they are. Uh, to be honest with you, for the longest time, I didn't ask. I just was like, all right, who, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to blog. I'm going to talk about the venue. I'm going to talk about the photographers. Oh, somebody might want to know who those flowers were from. So maybe you might want to know, um, who's, who's the cake person in town. You know, if they start seeing the same cake company showing up on, you know, your social media and this, this person's and or even just yours a bunch of times, um, they're going to kind of start to recognize that this person has some legitimacy if they keep doing events. So, um, definitely, definitely want to make sure you're tagging them. And if they don't have a social media presence, even just listing them in, in yours so that you can have that, uh, but obviously if you're tagging them, it pops up on their feed. Oh, by the way, oh, no, so-and-so was at my wedding or the, you know, whatever. And, and so I think that becomes a, another key element to helping make sure that you become their favorite. And, and again, if, if you haven't kind of picked up on these, a lot of the tips in here are things that some of you may be doing like every weekend. Yep. Um, but if you're not, <laughs> it's all about making things easier and helpful to them. Um, I, I can't, it drives me nuts when I'm looking at Facebook groups and I see people talking about, Oh, um, you know, I, I don't need to do that. that. That's not my job. Yep. That's not, yeah, I, I agree. It's not your job, but do you want to be remembered as the person who only did your job? Or do you want to be remembered as the person who went out of their way to help them and be friendly and be just a good colleague for the day? Yep. Um, and, and as John said at the very beginning of this whole thing, it's not going to suddenly get you an event tomorrow. It's not going to get you one next week. Although I will say, I it, will say yeah. this: I say, you know, we say it takes time. Um, I worked at a venue that I'd never been at. It was a barn wedding, and uh, that was Saturday. And on Wednesday, I got a call from a bride who said, "I heard you were at the venue this past weekend. I heard you were great. I want to talk to you about my wedding." Nice. okay so so it it can <laughs> it can have some of those some of those effects um but but to realistically be um effective it's going to take some time you, you've got to consistently do this with everyone for that for that word to get out that you're consistently a nice person
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that was my notes yeah that, um, in the midst of cleaning and everything today that was what I say. That be a nice good,
0: person. Good, good, good list here. Uh, Bear asked on Facebook a question about uh, the recording of the ceremony. Do you ask the permission of the bride and groom and the officiant beforehand, or do you just basically do it, give them a copy, and hope that won't be offended? I guess is the best way to say it.
1: uh Oh. Oh.
0: Hello. Oh, is our internet unstable? Am In I back? Yeah, I think you're you're still here. I can
1: see you. There we go. Okay. Well, so you froze solid, and it said my interconnection is unstable, and I froze. So I was like, oh.
0: No, I've got okay. audio, but I don't have. So
1: use um, publicizing. The really, the only
0: two and
1: people uh, I lost. I can I stopped counting to three. You no, know. Um. It is. Okay, there we nice. go. Shut that off. But no, I I, I don't ask. Um, I think I think if I was publicizing it anywhere, or, or was going to share it with, like for example, if I wanted to right. share it with the venue or, or something like that, you're you're now involving other people that were not privy to everything, mm-hmm. um, the same as you are with obviously the officiant and and the couple. So
0: yeah, and I think that's a, one of those severely private moments. And generally, I like to kind of kind of decide on sharing of information, what have you on how private it is in ceremony, incredibly private. Um, you know, there's other times where there's, you can take a picture of them different times and share those comfortably. And there's times where I wouldn't share a video such as of a connection anymore. There must, it must've, uh, they've been working at it all day. So, <laughs> well gang, if you guys can hear us, I don't know if any of you can, I think we're, I think we're down, but we're going to wrap things up and, uh, and, and uh, we'll have to catch you tomorrow night because <laughs> <laughs> I think – oh, wait. We might have come back. Dan, I think we came back. Are you, are you still with me, Dan? I am. Okay, there you go. Yep, well, you have audio. Guess who's back. Back again. Okay, so
1: – See, I went to I – mean, I debated on going to Justin Timberlake's sexy back. Yeah, you could – Because yeah, it was man, you and man, I. If Shady was here. We could have gotten away with
0: it. Pretty much, pretty much. But instead – so I'm just refreshing the video. So if this is working, you guys will be able to see us in a second. There we are. Okay, so we're back. There we are. So we're back. Okay. So um, Okay. Did it, did it crap out again? I don't know if it did. Well, that's saying it's not, so we'll go with it. So, Dan, I think, I think to boil things down with everything that you, you spelled out so eloquently in, in your uh, breakdown of talk, doing things is really the idea of looking for opportunities to serve others and make their lives so much easier is is really the uh, the biggest thing i was taking away as you're talking about doing this and helping these and and getting information to this person and communication and all these things it's really that serving of others and going into everything as, with that servant heart as opposed to you know what can you people do for me turning the
1: script around and what mm-hmm. can i do
0: for you so that's my thing it takes time and what can i do for you
1: see we didn't have to do a 30-minute show we could just tell you'd say that and we would have been done
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah that's about it so <laughs> uh let's wrap it up and we'll uh, we'll have to come back tomorrow night and try it again
1: all right. Well, guys and girls and everybody who decided to tune in, whether you tuned in live or they tuned in afterwards, thank you very much for taking time out of your schedule to be able to uh, check us out. Uh, again, we love what we do. And, and we couldn't do it, obviously, if it wasn't for you. If any of you have more questions about what we talked about tonight, want to dive into it deeper, um, I'd be more than happy to share anything with you. Feel free to reach out to me, Facebook um, Instagram, any of the, any of the sort, I'd love to talk with you more. Uh, but with that, we've got to end it because YouTube just doesn't like us tonight. So thank you very much. Everybody have a good one. See you next time.
0: Bye.